Welcome to Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. This space is created for all my Chicana and Latina sisters. I will touch base on mental health awareness to be able to help you understand different ways of implementing self-care and self-love. And also to remind you, que no estás sola. I want to also let you know that this is an evolución. Unidas creamos cambio, pero solo con acción. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Hola, my Chicana and Latina moms. ¿Cómo están? <laughs> Espero que estén muy bien. Thank you so much for clicking here. I will always say that. I know I keep repeating myself, but I will always say that because I'm very grateful. I'm able to see the numbers go up higher of how many Chicana and Latina moms are listening to me and to you because I've shared stories of other mothers and it is beautiful and I will always share my space with you always always um I don't make money out of this um I know there's times we get like ads for us to add but I'm not just gonna add any ads especially if you know there just doesn't match um the message here with us so at the end it is free knowledge free inspiration free suggestions um, that I want to share with you and I want to share my heart with you. I love my career. I love where I'm at. And I know I will continue to spread my wings to be able to impact um, because I learn from life. I learn from what I read. I learn from my clients. I learn just overall everything, you guys. And life is really beautiful. There's obviously struggles. Um And I think that we learn from them. And even if, even if you're going through something and it's really hard for you to learn from it and you continue to, people say mess up or, you know, what are the words you want to use? Um, it's okay. It's okay if you don't get it yet. The day will come for you to understand what is important to you. And today, I want to talk to you about a topic that is pretty deep, and it's forgiveness, and how forgiveness is another word for freedom. I also want to share with you this part of my life. I have an older son, and... At the age of 22 years old, I became a mother. Um, it was a very, I can't even tell you, like, I, I want to tell you, so I'm thinking. Um, I, how can I say this, you guys? Like, I was, I feel like even though I was 22 years old, I was a kid, a young adult. A young adult with so many questions. I had shame. 
I had so much pain. And I think, honestly, the reason I got pregnant so young, one, lack of guidance. I did not have guidance. Um, And what I mean by that, because probably many of you can relate, the guidance of connecting heart to heart with a mother or with a father to be able to teach, right? Not just with words, but also with examples of what a relationship, healthy relationship is and, and so forth. Um, but that's just, that's my life. That's a part of my life of what I had to go through. And now it's different because my adult self is in charge, not my inner child. I'm healing my inner child. I've been healing my inner child and my outer child, um, took over for too long and I am in charge now. I am in charge with God, of course, in my life, um, because I am no one without him. So at 22 years old, let me share with you guys and how I'm going to attach this. And I'm just going to get straightforward into this, this topic. Um, I'm going to share with you that I was in a domestic violence relationship. And he did not hit me. The father of my son did not hit me. But he hit me with words. And so did I. We were young. He's two years older than me. But again, age. There's no maturity for age. And we were very young. And honestly, you guys, being in that relationship, I felt so disconnected with my being. I felt so disconnected with yeah, my world. I did not know what was the latest trends. I mean, I know it's not that important, but when you are focused and aware of your life, te da interés, you know, te da ese interés of wanting to learn things, of of wanting to ask for help or suggestions, whatever it is, and I wasn't there. My mother did not receive the support because obviously she immigrated to this country with my father. So there was their support system was really, I mean, really small. Um, so what I have evaluated and, and taken in my life has been that my mom was trying to hand over to me what she felt was right, meaning that when my son was born, I didn't have that support from her of like, let me teach you. Let me guide you. I didn't get it, so I'll give it to you. It, she didn't do that. She gave me the, I figured it out on my own. You can too. And there is a lot of damage with that, of course, right? But it is what it is. I will not do that to my you know, sons or my what is the word? My son, their wives, right? My daughter-in-laws. I would not do that to them. I was a young adult needing guidance and I will not hand over that generational trauma to anybody. And I was kind of left on my own trying to figure it out. I figured it out. <laughs> One way or another, I figured it out. My son's father was very, very controlling 
at some extent. And he was very jealous. I, we, I couldn't look anywhere because he would think I was looking at guys. We would sit down at restaurants. He would have to sit in a certain place and like in front of me a certain angle so that I wouldn't look at guys. It happened all the time. It was the most annoying thing. And many of you can relate that you know what I'm talking about. And if you're in a relationship in that manner, trust it is not a healthy relationship. So everywhere we would go, there would be arguments because he has insecurity issues or he had. I don't know where he's at now and I'm sure he's evolved. Um, so there was always issues. We couldn't even go eat anywhere because that always happened. We would go to clubs. Remember clubs back in the days? <laughs> um, he would start arguments with people. Or why are you checking out my girl? It was the most embarrassing, humiliating scenarios ever. We would get kicked out because of his insecurity. It was so annoying. I went through that for about probably like uh, four years or so. Um, It was really hard. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more of how it happened that I left. And I had so much like resentment towards him, but not to the point where I hated it. I honestly can say in my life, I don't hate anybody, but I, there was a lot of resentment. I am going to share certain situations in which we would go places and I, yo no me dejaba, obviously, and I would say no, I would put my boundaries and yes, I, obviously I would cuss him out and that problem that we had of arguing, it wasn't just his fault, but also because I take accountability that I also defended myself, but yet I'm sure because of that damaged inner child, I had so much anger and, you know, frustration and hurt in me. So it, it was both of us, definitely. But what happens is that I think that in that situation, he took it very in a higher level. Because never in my life would I think of humiliating someone or putting someone in danger. And there would be situations where he would humiliate me in public many times. And I would be like, that's it, I'm leaving you. And I would say that and I wouldn't leave. And I think many of you have probably been in situations like that. or, And if you haven't, don't ever be. Um, and I just, I couldn't take it, you guys. I was a young adult needing guidance. And it was kind of like thrown like, well, you decided you're on your own. Um, it would have been nice to have some guidance. But you know what? I figured it out. I figured it out. There was a day that I just made up my mind and I said, I'm leaving. But the reason I came up with that, you guys, this is why I strongly believe in God. And not just because of this, but many other situations in my life. I was looking for a job and I found a part-time job and I started working at an agency. And they specialized in domestic violence. 
And trust, I'm not in a domestic violence relationship. I'm just having issues and who doesn't have issues? I was in that mindset, right? Okay. I remember going into work and one of the counselors told me, hey, I would like you to sit in into the groups to listen to how um, I run the group. So you have an idea as to what, what it is that we do. Um, because I would, I was a case manager, so I was doing other things. And obviously I didn't, I, ne- I could never hear the classes because they were in, a, in another room. And so I said, oh, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. So she tells me, go ahead and sit down. We're going to start. We're sitting down. I'm looking at all the ladies. Everyone's really nice. And the topic starts. So get, let's start out with your updates. How are you doing, right? So they all start talking. And when the instructor started talking about the signs and what happens in a domestic violence relationship and sometimes how we're in denial, it was like God said, I need you to be in that room at this time and be at this, like you have to work with this agency on this date, time frame of your life. And I sat there, you guys, I sat there and I was like, get out of here. Like son of a bee, like I am in a domestic violence relationship. I, I was so shocked because in my mind, I was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) I was, and I'm not embarrassed to say it because I know I'm not alone. And I want to share this with you. Guide your daughters and your sons. Don't punish them for something that at the end of the day, they needed guidance. If you felt you didn't have the guidance of your parents growing up, don't hand them over the same generational trauma. That's part of my message today, of course. But I remember leaving there and I, I left just telling myself, I'm, I can't do this anymore. Like, how can I put myself in a situation like this? And the culture will always say, la familia, ya tienes hijos, ya te chin. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I was like, I refuse to live in that, that environment. Along because he had cheated on me. There was all these other things. And, and obviously my character, yo no me dejaba. And I'm grateful for that because at that point, like, it could have been worse. Who knows, you know? But I left that relationship. I left it with no regrets. Because I felt like I took my power. Yes, I struggled financially at some point as a single mom, but I made it happen. I made it happen and I'm very grateful. And I've had the support of my mother and of my father. Even though I didn't receive it back then, They provided me that support. And I'm very grateful for it. I'm very, very grateful. I don't care if I lived in a garage. It was a space where I felt safe. 
I've come a long way and I'm very proud of myself. I think, you guys, that at some point in our lives, we get into the space that we feel like we're not going to make it. My mom one time told me, you guys, that she suffered, that it, it hurt her to see me as a single mother. But I remember telling her, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was happy. I felt free. My son's dad would stalk me. He would, like, look for me in school. at school. He would wait outside in my house until I got home because, obviously, I was going out at times. It was like, he was like suffocating me. And even though yet I was still not with him. I don't wish him bad. I do not hate him. I forgive him. And it just, I had to do that. I had to do that for the well-being of, of our son. For me. Sometimes, you guys, we fall into relationships where we think, oh, he doesn't hit me. No, but he can hit you with words. And it, with intimidation. And that's not okay. It's not okay. We all have a story. And when it comes to forgiving... It's forgiving yourself. I forgive myself. I've given myself that freedom to know I was just a young adult who needed guidance. But eventually, she spread her wings and was able to say no more. You guys, I grabbed all of my stuff from the apartment in trash bags. Me valía. I didn't care about boxes and organizing y que nada se me revolviera because I wanted F that. At that point, I said, nope. I remember calling my uncle and I said, can you please come and help me? I want to get F out of here. And I put all my, as much as the things that I could, I put them in trash bags. But that relationship was expired already. It was not for me. And it was interesting because I was not afraid of not like, you know, sometimes as human beings, we're like, well, what if I don't find anyone? I did not even think of that. I was just thinking like, okay, I need to get a better job and I need to get my stuff straight. And obviously my parents, you know, um, they fixed the garage and I lived in a garage and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. It was just my son and I. And it was peaceful. It was peace. I gave myself and our, my, you know, my son that space. And don't get me wrong, you guys. I mean, I know I'm saying it like it was peaceful. But, but any change that we do in our lives, there's always going to be, right, those pros and cons. 
my son would sometimes cry for his dad. And um, I never, ever told his dad he could not see him. I said, pick him up whenever you want. Um, But the unfortunate part is that his dad didn't, he would pick him up, but not the way I guess it was, I would have liked to, but you know, that's another story. (laughs) And never did I raise my son talking bad about his dad. Um, And it's worked out. Our son is 18 years old now. And there was a time, you guys, that I did tell my son, you know, I'm sorry that you didn't, that you were not raised with both parents. And he said, that's okay. I'm fine. And I'm say, how are you fine? And then there's my therapy. <laughs> that's where I throw in my therapy approach, right? But he has a really good relationship with his dad. I have a really strong, good bond with my, with my son. But I think part of this forgiveness is another word for freedom. Is that I forgave myself. I forgave that young adult that didn't know better. And I can honestly tell you that through all of these experiences that I went through, I was able to give myself that freedom. I am married now. It is different. Very different. I love my husband. He is amazing. He supports me. He guides me. And I love it. Yes, don't get me wrong. We have little conflicts here and there. Who doesn't? Of like, you know, let's remodel the house like this. No, this way. No, that's annoying. No. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) You know, there's always something. No one's perfect, you guys. No one is. And no matter what situation you're going through, trust Trust that there is a message profound for you to learn from. And check this out. As human beings, it could take 10 years or 7 years or 5 years or 20 years for someone to get it. So For someone to understand the message, the message of that situation in their lives. How are you going to give yourself freedom? Have you found it difficult to forgive yourself? If so, why? Why has it been difficult for you to forgive yourself? And who's telling you you are not worthy to forgive yourself? Who told you? Think about that. Forgiveness is another word for freedom. Forgiving our parents, you guys. It's a challenging one sometimes, right? If you still get triggered by your parents or someone in your life. But what helped me, you guys, it was accepting my reality. And I gave myself self-compassion. And yes, it takes time to give ourselves that forgiveness. But you can get there. You can get there. Sometimes I think we probably expect this like big 
extremely aha moment, like very acá bien exagerado, you know. But it comes in different ways for people. Maybe some like very like, whoa, like I get it, like big spontaneous moments, you know, just very randomly. And it, it happens like that. Or sometimes when we have to go through things that are just very challenging, then we're like, damn, I get it. I know that's the way it was for me. And I try my best to not end up in situations like that. But I admire my being. I admire my resilience. I admire my heart and my mind and the wisdom that I've been able to have throughout these years of my life. As mothers, we are more than just mothers. Don't lose your identity. Don't let time go to where you will regret many things. We can't control people. People can't control you. Maybe at some point it's manipulation out of fear, right? But it's not ever going to be that genuine respect that we are all wanting. Start with yourself a day at a time, an affirmation at a time, a self-compassion statement at a time. Slowly and surely you will get there. If you feel like, I don't know where to start, when that's where maybe you can seek therapy. Or you can read a really good self-growth book. Or watch a video on positive affirmations. But if you want to be able to share your story in a very safe space with someone that's not going to judge you, I call that therapy. I myself went to therapy and I can totally understand how it can be intimidating or embarrassing or like, where do I start? But it's a relationship that you develop with your therapist, you guys. When you find this, you'll know when you find the right therapist, you'll know. You will feel it in your gut. You will feel it in your heart when you find the right therapist and you're going to feel safe to share your story. It's being brave. But doing it when you're ready, of course. Okay? Because no therapist should ever force you to speak about something that you're not ready to speak about. I was ready today to talk to you about this part of my life and I have no problem with it. So whenever you see a young adult, an adolescent or a child, especially if they're your kids, let me start off with that. What example are you giving them? Are you showing them that screaming 
with your partner, with their other parent is okay. That's violence, you guys. What are the things that you're going to start doing to be able to forgive yourself and to bring freedom into your life so that we can model that to our kids? Which will leak over to our community, which makes an impact because everything starts in the home. I can honestly tell you I love my life. Probably years back, I could probably not everything because that was too much in my mind because of the traumas that I've experienced growing up. But things are looking so much clearer. And I'm not saying I'm perfect because I'm not. No one is. But I can tell you that my adult self is in charge now. Is your adult's adult self in charge? Or is your outer child in charge? And for those of you who don't know what an outer child is, it's the rebel in you that tells you, fuck it. Fuck it. Yell at your kids. Overeat. Overspend. People please. That's what an outer child does. Because the outer child... Pretty much that inner voice that kind of tells you, remember when you were little and uh, you were told that you're worthless? So yeah, you have to misbehave. You have to just continue this dysfunctional patterns of your life because since you suffer so much, you deserve to continue to suffer. No more. No more of that. You are in charge, your adult self. And if you, again, feel that you're stuck, I highly encourage you to seek therapy maybe for the first time ever in your life, and start living. You deserve it. Because who else told you you couldn't? And if you say only myself, then there you go. That's not enough. Be very careful, you guys. Be very careful with that negative story that you bring into your life. Because I, even though I was a young adult, I believed a story. I believe that it was okay to continue to be in a very toxic relationship. But something within me, I knew that that was in a right place for me. But it helped me grow because now I am able to use my experiences to help others. That's just how we function, you guys. That's just how we all function in life. We go through things in our life to learn from them and to teach others not to end up in the same spot. Life is so amazing, yet is sometimes there's these conflicts that creep up. But that's how we grow. But please hold on to your support system. Ask for help. Please ask for help when you need it. If at some point, si algún día se les atraviesa en la mente que están solas, you're lying to yourself. It's not a fact. You're not, you're not alone. Because you, if you follow me on social media, you send me a message and you ask me for some help and I will give you the resource and guide you to where I can to help you. And trust, I'm not the only one doing that. 
You're not alone. So I hope next time, as you're living life in this beautiful journey, and the next time, si se te cruza por la mente, remember me telling you this. Wait a minute, I am not alone. I just think I'm alone because I'm not asking for help. You got this. Son chingonas. Ustedes pueden. We all can do it. And even if sometimes you feel like it's really hard, just don't give up. Don't give up. You're resilient. Give yourself that freedom by forgiving yourself. And whenever you're ready, of course, forgiving others who have hurt you. Thank you so much for listening to me. Les deseo todo lo mejor en todo lo que hagan en su vida. Stay tuned for more. Adios. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.